Would you like to live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilled life? Cultures from all over our planet have been addressing that concern for thousands of years, and their answers can help you in your life today. Welcome to The Sweet Spot, where healing, spirituality, and culture meet. Join anthropologist and healer Robert Better as he introduces you to healing and spirituality in world cultures. Here's the host of your show, Robert Better. Welcome, everybody, in my podcast listening family. I'd like to start with a question today, and the question is, when was the last time you spoke with your medicine? Now, that may sound like a kind of strange question, and I'm going to return to it in just a little bit, but I want to tell you a story within a story. Years ago, I uh, got to know a Kiowa family out in Oklahoma, and eventually um, an old lady named Ella Faye Horse adopted me as a nephew. And Ella Faye, Aunt Ella Faye, she was my tsai, my, my auntie. She was the sweetest, kindest woman maybe I've ever met in my entire life. I, I can't begin to tell you what a kind person she was and what a full, open heart she was. And she was a very, uh, very spiritual, very religious lady. And one day when I was at her house um, in Carnegie, Oklahoma, she told me a story, and I'd like to share the story with you. And there's, there are a number of levels that we can interpret this story on. So it's the story about St. Pete Tolly. And I'll give you a little background on St. Pete Tolly because he appears in a number of Kiowa stories, but it's important to know a little bit about what he was like. So he grew up in a teepee uh, with his grandmother. And they were very, very poor people. And for the Kiowa, that means that they were kind of on the outskirts of the village. They lived just a little bit away from everybody else. And they were kind of looked down upon as being pathetic, and they were very poor. And St. Pete Tali was also known as Snot-Nosed Boy because he had he had uh, snot coming out of his nose all the time. So they were both looked down upon by the people in the village. Well, this is the story about how St. Pete Tully brought in the game animals. So once a long time, time ago, the Kiowa people were starving. The hunters would go out every day and they'd come back empty-handed from their hunt. What will, what will we do, the people thought? Well, the mothers began cutting up strips of old dry animal hides to make it into a soup just so that they would have something to feed to their children. Well, there was a teepee at the outskirts of the Kiowa village where an old lady lived with her young grandson, St. Pete Tolly. One day, St. Pete Tolly, even as a, a boy, he went out hunting and he returned empty handed. While he was out looking for game, his grandmother had been cooking that soup to feed him made out of old animal hides. And she asked him, where's your deer horn spoon? He said, I lost it. Well, she scolded him saying, I told you not to take that with you hunting. I told you you'd lose it. Now, how are you gonna eat soup? Well, he went into the teepee and he started to cry with his face toward the opening at the bottom of the teepee. And finally, he fell asleep. Well, while he was sleeping, 
His medicine gave him a dream. I'm going to repeat that sentence. His medicine gave him a dream. And it told him, you're going to save your people. Well, God gave him that. Well, on the same day, the chief earlier had announced to the people that anybody who had medicine should come forward and use their power to bring the game in since the people were starving. Well, the next morning, when St. Pete Tully woke up, he went to the chief and he announced, I know how to bring in the game. Well, meanwhile, there were other people around and jealous people started to make fun of him, saying, he doesn't know anything. Don't let him bother. He doesn't know a thing. He can't do anything. Well, the chief said, give him a chance. St. Pete Tully told all the people who were assembled, I want everybody to build a big fire right here and he pointed to a spot on the ground in the middle of the village. St. Pete Tolly put a tripod over the fire once it was burning, and he set a big pot of water over it to get it boiling, and he took out his deer horn spoon. All you women get in here, he said. Hold hands and make a big circle around this fire. So the women all did as he said. He told them, when you hear the deer coming, make a doorway so there's a path for those deer to enter. Well, he took his spoon and he started stirring the water in the pot. And he began singing a song that says, my grandmother got after me because I lost my spoon, but I've got medicine. The song is in Kiowa, but that's the English translation of the words. So as St. Pete Tolly started to stir this pot, a little deer's head popped up out of the water. And then all of a sudden there was a rumbling and a stampede began. The deer were coming and St. Pete Tolly yelled out, here they come, make that opening so that the deer can get in. And the deer all started coming in towards that fire. And then he yelled out to the people, y'all can each kill a deer. The only thing I want is the liver and the heart from each deer. You can pile them up over here. Well, the deer came in, they killed the deer, everybody got full, and they were happy for what had happened. And to this day, any time that medicine song is sung, they say that the people receive a blessing. Now, I told you that story first for the sake of hearing the story. So if we look at the structure of the story, we, we get something very interesting that emerges. So in the story, something magical happens. There's a transformation that happens out of a problem. And that's what I want to share with you today. I want to go back to that, uh, to that one sentence in the story. You might remember that I repeated it twice. His medicine gave him a dream. Now, what happened was I recorded this story. Uh, I did a video recording of this story many, many years ago. And a few months ago, I was going through files on my computer, and I stumbled upon it, and I played it back, and I watched my Auntie LFA tell the story. And somehow, I had forgotten that part, that sentence, his medicine gave him a dream. And when I heard it, somehow this last time, a couple of months ago, I had an epiphany about what that meant, what implications it had for all of us 
So if we go back and we look at the structure of the story, what happened was he had an affliction. The affliction was his poverty and the fact that he was kind of uh, pushed to the outskirts of the village. He was ostracized by the people. And somehow he healed that through this medicine that came to him in that dream. And what I want to suggest is that our medicine can communicate with us and we can communicate with it. So here's, the, here's what it means. Here's the analogy. Whatever we experience as our limitations in our life, and that might be a physical illness, it could be a mental affliction, it could be social conditions, whatever it is that is this limiting factor in our own lives, well, when we heal it, that becomes our medicine. So if we go back to the story, again, St. Pete Tali is ostracized by the people in his community. He is unable to provide for him and his grandmother. And somehow the medicine comes to him with the solution. The medicine provides for him, for his grandmother, and ultimately for all of the Kiowa people. So that gift that comes to him becomes his way of helping the people. And so my question to you, dear listener, is what have you healed from in your life? What were the limiting conditions of your life? Did you become ill and were you healed of it? Were you placed into a situation where you were ostracized by other people? Did something amazing come to you unexpectedly as a gift, a gift in healing, a gift in healing that then became the solution for other people? And so I ask you the question, when was the last time you spoke with your medicine? Now, when we think of that healing factor, that intangible something that through grace or through whatever process was able to heal you, if we think about it as a separate agent, as something that, that has autonomy, that means that we can go to our medicine at whatever time we need to later on in life. And in fact, in our story of St. Pete Tali, he calls upon his medicine a number of other times in other amazing stories. So I ask you that question, have you been healed in the past? And if so, how? What happened? How can we conceptualize that medicine that healed you as something that you can turn to again and again and again in your life. You can ask your medicine, what do I do now? How do I resolve this problem? How do I get rid of this illness? How can you, medicine, help me in helping others? So the medicine then becomes a, an actual entity that you can go to when you feel limited in your own life, you turn to that medicine in order to find the solution to other problems, either for yourself or for others. So I ask you listeners, when was the last time you spoke with your medicine? 
It was wonderful spending a little time with all of you today. I wish you all a great day. Thank you. This has been Healing and Spirituality in World Cultures with Robert Vetter. Thanks for listening. Please rate, subscribe, and share with everyone you know who might benefit from these messages. Until next time, remember, be kind and loving to yourself and others. Together, we can heal ourselves and help build a better world.